Hey everyone, it's me, Destiny, and Karina. Hi. And welcome to another episode of the Why Not Podcast. It is Christmas Eve, and we are recording live in my kitchen. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, happy holidays for those who are Jewish or Kwanzaa, etc. <laughs> or Christian. I think I think Christmas is a hot Christian holiday, but I would not know. I'm not educated. I don't even have my college degree. I barely have my high school degree. Uh, Karina, what are we drinking today? We are having... Prospector Pioneer Wine Company, Cabernet Sauvignon, and it's a 2016 wine. Cheers to that vintage shit. I like this one better than the last one. I will say. It's a lot smoother. It says um, it's got aromas of jam and red fruits and a little bit of mocha, which you like some coffee. Yeah, that's actually... Um, it says that it will go well with cheeses and dark chocolate yeah, i can see how this would go with, with dark chocolate yeah i i mean i definitely agree the other one was i feel like it was a very dry, dry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good wine but definitely a little more dry i can definitely taste mm-hmm. a different flavor profile i would love to actually try this with cheese and coffee yeah um, somebody wants to send us a cheese board yes <laughs> and this is also coming hot from uh, a collection of wine bottles that a friend gifted me after she was in town and you know there was a big party and they had some leftovers um so thank you for anyone that is you know joining us on the podcast live today mm-hmm. if you're listening on the recording feel free to let us know your hot take on Cabernet. <laughs> um, so we were talking earlier, it's the holidays. Karina, are you doing anything crazy for the holidays? Um, I'm currently making uh, a roast. I don't know who I think I am, um, but I've never made a roast, but I bought the roast meat because it was cheap and it's been sitting in my freezer for months and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I should probably make this, right? So it's in my oven right now. We'll see how it goes. I've never cooked roast. Um, I'm not a white person. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm dead because I'm vegetarian. I've never heard of roast. Um, and I'm just kind of like, how do you not know if that meat, like how, when does meat go bad? I know it was in the freezer, but. Um, I think when it starts to get, um, Freezer burn? Freezer burn, yeah. But the other day I had freezer burn chicken and I just cut around the freezer burn. And I'm not sick, so (laughs) hey. (laughs) Well, there you go. Don't take that one to culinary school kids uh, because I'm not sure how qualified we are. But yeah, it's the holidays and what I like to do is I just like to stay home. Like to me, it's just so nice not having to travel during the holidays. Like my family doesn't put pressure on me to do it. Yeah, like, and also the traffic. Like, people in LA are out, so it's like you can go to your favorite places, it's not as packed. Though I did see a three-car pileup on my way here. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, you guys gotta be careful. Yeah, it's definitely super peaceful in LA around these holiday seasons. Like, I never thought of it that way, but someone was explaining to me that yeah, a lot of people that just aren't from here, they go back home, they travel, mm-hmm. and, you know, the people that are left, it's just fucking great. You don't have to worry about parking and stuff, although I barely drive these days, but I'm feeling really good. I was just talking to my mom earlier, and, you know, it feels really good to not have this pressure to give people a bunch of gifts. <laughs> um, so, by the way, anyone hearing the loud noise, that is my neighbor taking out 
the garbage. I will be moving soon because I can't get rid of the sounds. But it feels really good just because I feel like I have great people in my life, like Karina. <laughs> Thank you. But at the same time, I feel like I've set expectations with a lot of people around me when it comes to my hot take on gifts, which is I don't really feel like gifts are like a thing like I feel like I surprise my friends randomly throughout the year. Like, I'll, like, cover lunch or, like, bring a bottle somewhere and, you know, do little things like that, cook for my friends. Like, I feel like it's so superficial. Like, not superficial. It's so photoshopped. It's so, like, calculated and, like, you know, put together, you know, to... <laughs> Sorry about the noise, people. I just keep on going, to be honest, because it happens all day and I can never just stop my whole life. Also, like, some people, they, they demand things. Like, you need to get me X, Y, and Z. And it's like when they open it, they're surprised, but they picked it out themselves. Exactly. And it's like, you know, this super, like, calculated, like, first of all, the expectation to be getting a gift automatically does not make me want to give a gift. Like, uh, the whole idea of a gift is, like, to surprise someone. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, to have this expectation and then people direct you on what they want. It's like, then what's the point? You could have honestly just bought it yourself. Especially, yeah. like, if you're buying me a gift, I'm buying you a gift we end up in, end up even spending the same amount like did we just buy what we wanted for ourselves yeah that's true yeah like for instance like like i was telling you like i bought my dad a jacket my sister some clothes my mom, like things that are useful that they need but like you know i got my boyfriend a ps4 did i buy it no it was free <laughs> like my company gave me a free gift and i got to pick from a bunch of things and i didn't want any of them and i was like hey he wanted a PS4, there's a PS4 here, and he knows, he knows that I didn't pay for it, he knows that I got it from work, but it's like, hey, you know, this is your gift, and I got an amp and a mic for a show that I'm doing, which is the La Muerte comedy show, yeah, um, nice. but yeah, it's all like useful stuff, like, I don't need no $500 earrings, like, I'm just gonna lose it, <laughs> or break it. Yeah, and it's like, for me, I got, um, so Karina had one, like a PlayStation for work right? yeah and I got a free Apple watch from one of my clients and I already have an Apple watch and you know like some people were like you should sell it and I'm like okay but like I'm just gonna send it to my cousin like I texted my cousin and he said he didn't have an Apple watch like my cousin's dope he's always been my favorite cousin mm -hmm. I am gonna crash with him when I'm in Tampa in March doing comedy like you know like I don't need to have a come up on an Apple Watch. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, and it's also a lot of work, you know, to go on Craigslist or wherever and, like, I'm selling this watch. It's too much work and stress. Like, you don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah, and I was, like, telling, just telling my mom before Karina came, like, I was, like, understand, like, I kind of my sister some money. Like, that's, like, her Christmas gift. But besides that, like, my brother knows, like, you know, don't expect gifts from me. Like, you know, you're going to be happy when you graduate from high school and you're going to college and you have some money saved for school. Like, that is a gift. Like, it doesn't matter all this bullshit I bought you over the years. Like, you're not even going to remember I bought it. Like, why not just allow me to help you? Um, and I know it, you know, I mean, he's, luckily, he, like, doesn't care about shit. He's like, my mom was just saying, send him a card. He likes getting cards in the mail. And I was like, yeah, that's because these, like, you know, kids these days, they think they're so vintage and so 90s because they get snail mail and, like, buy a Polaroid camera. Um, yeah, I got a, I got a, a Christmas card this year 
from my old research lab and I even though it was small like I hanged it up in my cubicle I was like oh this is nice like I haven't had a card in a while <laughs> yeah and what I thought was nice like I I had been with my sister yesterday and you know it turns out so I sent her a few hundred dollars and it turns out her car was towed I guess like maybe she like didn't move it so my sister lives in New York City like she lives in Brooklyn and okay. you know she commutes into the city. She doesn't always drive to work mm -hmm. in another part of Brooklyn. So she left her car there. And I guess, like, because she didn't move her car enough times or whatever, like, the neighbor, like, is just being a dick. And they're oh, just wow. like, oh, it's an abandoned car because they only have a spot for one car. Um, and, yeah, so she had to, like, go retrieve her car. And I, it's, like, that's shitty because my sister has, like, a kid. And, like, my niece is sick right now, so she has to deal with my niece being sick, taking oh, her to the ER. Yeah, and then it's like worse. Yeah, and like someone towed her car. So it's nice when like when the timing hits right. So the fact that my sister was running around dealing with all this and after she dealt with it, that's when she checked Venmo and saw that she got some. Yeah, money. I got my car towed one time and it was awful and I was pissed because it wasn't my fault. Like your sister, like, you know, this person was just bad like the SWAT team <laughs> came to my apartment and they couldn't uh, let me park in my garage so they told me to park anywhere so I parked in somebody else's spot because they said anywhere um, I couldn't sleep there the next day I come I come home because I have to go to work still and my car is gone and I was pissed I called the police they were like, whoever told you you could park there, what was their name? I was like, I don't know what the sheriff's name was. I didn't have any names. I didn't have any information. The car was at the towing place. They didn't want to believe me. The apartment management didn't even know what was going on with the SWAT team. Like, there was this guy who killed his girlfriend next door to my apartment. And I had to run out of my garage um, before the SWAT team swooped in. No, it, yeah, it was crazy. I tried to do a joke about this, but it, it didn't really work. <laughs> yeah, she's still working on it. I'm on a punchline there. I'm dead, so like this happened and then a baby moved next door. Oh, this is a this is an Orange County where it's safer. Oh. It's yeah. So crazy. Yeah, but luckily, um everything got fixed and I got my car. I didn't have to pay. I just showed up to work like three hours later. <laughs> yeah, I'm always um my big fear is getting towed. I don't care if I get a parking ticket. Not that I go around flexing parking <laughs> tickets, but like whenever I walk back to my car and I realize that I fucked up, I parked on the wrong side of the road, or like you know I yoloed and stayed past the two hours mm -hmm. too long, I'm like that's fine. But yeah, I just think that the inconvenience of getting towed plus the cost, but it's also that inconvenience adds to the cost. Yeah, and also like sometimes it's kind of your fault. Like I told somebody before, um, because they were parked in my spot. And I tried to find them, I couldn't find them. And then they showed up right when the car is getting towed. And I and I saw the guy and I was like, hey, I'm sorry, but you, you shouldn't have parked in my spot, you know? Yeah, that was my big fear. When I lived in Venice, I had a parking spot and the parking lot didn't have like a gate. You've uh, seen it, there's yeah, no like, yeah. gate. And I, my big fear was that one day someone was going to, you know, just be like, oh, you know what? No one's parking there. I'm going to the beach. Like, what are the odds that this person would be here or be coming back? And especially because I work from home. So if I didn't, if I left my car somewhere, I felt like when I went to go get it in the morning, I'd come back and maybe someone would be in my spot. It was like always this fear mm -hmm. that I had. And I was like, 
Well, what I would do is I'll, I'll block them in. If it ever happens in my world, in my mind, I'd always be like, okay, I'm just going to block them in. And then my mind would be like, yeah, but what if you block them in and they tell you? And I'm like, well, that's not fair, you know? Yeah, and, and the crazy thing, it's not that easy to tell someone. It's actually really hard. Like, I had to show paperwork that this was my spot. Like, I, I didn't know it was this hard to tell somebody. Like, it took two hours to make it work. I was like, this guy could have come back, got his car, you know, all settled, but no. <laughs> yeah, so read the signs, people. Don't get towed. Luckily, I was only towed once, and it wasn't a true towing. I got into an accident, and my car wouldn't okay. operate, so they had to legitimately tow my car, and then I laid my car to rest because it was quite literally totaled. Like, what, <laughs> what do you do with a totaled car, people? Like, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I think you sell it for scrap metal. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I did, and it, I can't even remember what amount of money I even got for that, but um, that is our towing story. <laughs> Karina's been listening to some interesting videos lately. Oh, yeah, I've been um, watching ASMR videos. I think I talked about this last time. Um, yeah, I've been very stressed at work, and listening to the videos has really helped. Like, I was listening to them on my way home on my way to work yesterday I used it for the first time to sleep which is really what it's also intended for but I can't sleep at work <laughs> um, but yeah it's just really relaxing like the noises um, there's this one guy uh, it's this Asian guy um, but he's really good like the he does this like plop, plop, plop thing I don't know but it it feels like a massage in your brain <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to send us a link to that I'm super intrigued I do find um, I do find it to be a little relaxing when I record audio and then I listen to it back like with the mics that we're wearing now. Mm -hmm. um, I find that I'm like, oh wow, like it, it does it feels peaceful to me sometimes, not because I get off to my own voice people. <laughs> um, but to me it's nice when I can just hear that silence and just like how crisp my voice sounds. Mm -hmm. And I think it's that same sensation that people are getting because people use like really nice mics for some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And they do things where they have the mic and they like rub something around it and it's just like the noise. Yeah. Oh yeah, so we'll definitely be checking some more of those out. Um, something that I tried for my first time this week is actually getting traditional headshots done. Okay. So I've had lifestyle shoots where I'm just like going about, I'm drinking coffee, I'm you know, flipping my hair around in photos, but I really just wanted like a true headshot um, to submit. So I, you know, was going back and forth. It was kind of a struggle to find the right people just because you got to find the right people and then, you know, good people are booked. And I oh. finally found someone and the way I actually found them I didn't have time to tell you this, but they actually followed us on Instagram on our Wine Not Comedy page. And I saw their profile and I was like, oh, this looks very interesting. So then I reached out to them and we did like a Skype consultation. And we just kind of riffed and the whole point of that was because he does like creative shoots. So he needed to know if I had an idea or if he needed an idea. Have you ever like had some kind of like phone call or consultation like that before you shot with someone? No. Yeah. Um, I did that once before, like, a while back. Like, what I find is that photographers will typically ask me for, like, inspiration pics or, like, a mood board or a Pinterest board. A few years ago, I worked with Stone. We just, like, met up for coffee, riffed, and, um, 
that was nice just because I was able to like meet him and know that I would feel comfortable working with him and then mm-hmm. as I shot with him it was very like a natural way of getting shots but this was cool just because like I got a feel for who I'd be working with and came up with an idea and then yesterday it wasn't until like I was like leaving to go to his place that it hit me like the person has a studio in the back of their house you know yeah and it wasn't until I was like getting ready to leave that I was like shit fuck like who should I tell that I'm gonna be here you know because like yeah you have to like I just feel like dudes don't have to think about this shit you know um but I did go and it was totally normal um what I learned though is man that shit's exhausting I had to like hold my hands up doing weird things I had to show emotion and I don't know how to show these different emotions Mm -hmm. like when you worked with a photographer, did she, like, direct you and tell you when you were, like, being weird or, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she would tell me. She was like, oh, no, raise your hand here, move your hand here, smile like this, or turn your head. And for me, like, when I was uh, smiling, I wasn't... It was, like, fake smiling. Like, I just felt like this. And she was, she was like, yeah, that looks like a fake smile. <laughs> She's like, can you smile? And I was like, I don't know how to smile. Um, I was like, if you make me laugh, I can smile. So then this whole photo shoot turned into her assistant um, trying to make me laugh. Oh my gosh, she had an assistant with her? Yeah, she had an assistant. Nice. Um, who was on her phone for most of the time. <laughs> but towards the end, she, she was holding the extra lights and, you know, like holding stuff. And she was funny, so she was making me laugh. And then I was making them laugh. And so then I got more comfortable with them. And I was just like, whatever you want me to do, I would do. No, it's super interesting. This person, um, they didn't have a, they didn't have an assistant, but that it's probably because they were in like a studio environment, mm-hmm. um, and they had certain things that were like kind of working together with their camera. But I could totally see, like he had asked me if I was going to bring someone with me because sometimes people will, not just like because they also need help sometimes holding props and stuff. But my concept involved hands and like me doing my hair, so we were like do I do my own hair or does it add certain interests to the story, to the photo if someone else is there? Even though you don't see their face, maybe their hands pop out. Um, I actually almost last minute hit you up yesterday because this was in Culver City and <laughs> oh, cool. Karina took, uh, I don't know if she fully took the day off so I don't want to throw her under the bus, mm-hmm. but she... Worked. Oh yeah, I did. I yeah. did. I, I, um, I was sick. <laughs> exactly. So she, I almost like hit her up, but I was like, let me not. And, you know, actually looking back on it, I'm glad I didn't hit you up because the pictures that I liked the most were the most simple photos. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's just because I don't, I don't have traditional headshots. So I was like, oh, wow, like these capture me in a way that I haven't seen myself before. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's good to try all these different things until you find something that you like. Yeah. And I think that I'll work with that person going forward and... I'll probably honestly take, like, I will be dressed up differently, but I liked the whole, like, me making simple faces. You guys will see some of these pictures <laughs> soon. Karina has seen them. Um, Karina, how did you find your photographer? Um, she actually was a photographer when I did the brand improv, and she tagged me in her photos, and they were actually really good. And it was cool because I wanted a picture at the improv, but I didn't have anybody there, um, so I really took her photo and I just like gave her some credit I just like copied it and then I started looking for headshots and I couldn't find anybody and then I thought oh does this photographer do headshots and she did um so then I I booked her and it it worked out and what were some of your struggles when you were looking to get a photographer um I just didn't know who to pick like there's the obvious people that everybody uses but I didn't want to use those people 
because I didn't want to be like everybody else. Because it like these people have like a very specific theme to their shots. So like if you see them, you know who took them. And I just I didn't want to be the same person. I don't know. I wanted somebody else that was different. No, I definitely agree. I have friends that are photographers out here in LA, and I'm like, wow, I love your work, but I can't help but think that if the whole idea for me to get headshots is to stand out and you know people see your work and they just like I mean it's different I guess in some ways because like they can see your work and know that you shot it but at the same time yeah it just the, the reason why they know you shot it is because it looks like those other people yeah and even though I like these people and I like these photos the whole point is I want my headshot to pop yeah you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly so um that's definitely a struggle. My struggle typically when I'm like looking for service providers is like people like are so slow to respond. Um, but then also this time around, I already knew that this was going to be an issue. I wanted headshots ASAP. Like I was trying to find someone in book and get like my photos within two weeks. Mm -hmm. And it's also like as we record this, it's literally Christmas Eve. And I knew that people would be traveling for the holidays. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That makes sense. And then it goes back to like, you know, good people, whether it's doctors or photographers, like, they are booked, busy, and blessed. Yeah, no, there was this one that I was looking at, and they were, like, six months, you had to book them six months ahead, and then I was like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm really excited just because, um, when it, when it comes to people like this, like, I want to work with people regularly, I'm trying to have my aesthetic, too, and I felt like this person, um, they are a photographer. They used to be a comedy writer for 20 years, and their wife represents actors and actresses. So it felt good knowing that I'm working with someone who has seen so many headshots and kind of has that insight to, like, knowing what does stand out. Yeah. And um, I just feel like I'm in good hands. So thank <laughs> you, Jason. You'll be seeing his work soon, people. Yeah. So that's been a big deal for me. Um, and... I just wanted to share some things that I've learned and Karina might have learned some stuff too but you know after the photo shoot was done Karina's laughing because there's one fruit fly <laughs> so before I go into this next topic let me kill it um, or try to get it away so I just want to say that after we recorded our last episode I left a bottle of wine that we were drinking open and it just flew in all almost all of them except the one we just saw um, <laughs> flew in and I'm also going to admit this on our podcast that I totally filtered those bitches out and I drank the wine. Like, <laughs> I just feel like I told that to someone and they were like, what? And I was like, fruit flies are not poisonous. It's not the same as regular houseflies. Like, that would be, like, you're, some shit. You're going to get sick. But, yeah, I, I mean, when we were drinking wine, there was a fruit fly in my wine. I picked it out. I drank the wine. I mean... Yeah, I mean, that's another extent, but I mean, you're, you're here today. <laughs> yeah, I just, I hope, I want people to let us know, DM us, and let us know your hot takes on whether or not you would have had that wine. I just felt like, yeah, like, it was just a few fruit flies. It also solved my problem, so that felt great, um, but I just wanted to share When that. you say a few, was it, like, more than five, or was it just, like, a few? <laughs> oh, like, five max. Okay, that's not, I, at first, I thought you, you made it sound like there was ten I was like, that's a little bit much. <laughs> oh, no, no. There were like maybe maybe five, and I saw them in there, so I was like, I might as well just filter them out. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to share that. Um, but also, anyone that is, you know, like looking to get better at like looking comfortable in photos, I want to share some things that I learned. 
Um, so I definitely went into it with a theme and like, you know, an idea of like what I was expecting to get out of this, which I think is important. I definitely looked at photos throughout the shoot, especially because I'm not a trained model. So I was like, hey, like when you're saying that's a good face, like I need, we need to stop and show me the shots because I don't understand when I'm moving my face, what I actually look like yeah, and then true. what the photo looks like. And if we're, if you're saying these are good shots, what if I disagree, you know? So stopping and looking at the images within, uh, throughout the shot definitely helps. Knowing what you're looking to get away from it is helpful, but something else that I'm going to start practicing, so I go live all the time with my phone, but I also just think if I sat down and kind of like took some test shots by myself, mm -hmm. um, or even just like practiced moving my face in the mirror, or instead of just on the mirror, on camera, so that I understand when I'm smiling, what it actually <laughs> looks like, when I smile harder, when I'm like... The guy was like telling me to make these different faces, and I was like, man, how do I make like droopy eyes, you know? Um, You're like, can you give me five minutes? Let me go outside. <laughs> yeah. So I was like also just kind of talking or, you know, like actually saying things. Like I said, like, fuck you, because I was trying to get the F, like, kind of like thing. So those are some things that were helpful for me. But also, yeah, I just think that like people oftentimes like go shopping for their outfit for a shot. If you've never seen yourself wearing that, and then you like get a photo shoot done, like you'd be like, "Fuck!" Like I look so awkward, you know. How many outfits did you wear? Um, I only wore one outfit just because the point for this headshot was I wear this black one piece often. It was, oh, it was just like to get the head. Yeah, so you couldn't even see anything yeah. underneath. Um, and the whole idea was I wanted to wear this black one piece I've been performing in just because it seems to be like a staple. So for like, at least my first headshot, wear the classics. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just kind of wanted my face to be the, you know, the attention grabber. I think that in the future I am going to do like these different costumes, but with the main focus, I have to consider that the main focus of the costume and everything I wear will have to be like above the nipple, you know? <laughs> it's just that. And then I also, it's because of the lens he uses too, but I had to keep in mind that anything I was doing with my hands needed to be in like this really small cropped situation. So I think that if you know that you're taking shots that need to be cropped a certain way, um, practicing it in, you know, like will help you understand like, oh, I wanted to do this, but a uh, hands, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what are you doing for the rest of the year, Karina? Uh, well, today I will go back to my apartment and hopefully it hasn't burned down and I can get that pot roast out of the oven. And then I don't know what I'm doing. And this tomorrow, at some point I have to go to visit the parents for like an hour. Like my coworker was asking me today what my plans were and it just, I was like, oh, I don't know, I'm just gonna like watch movies, hang out and go visit the parents for an hour. And he's looking at me like, Okay, well, you have fun. <laughs> He's looking at me like my plans sound very depressing. But I, I was like, oh, I can't spend too much time with them because I get stressed out. And it's just not good. <laughs> so, like, I give myself an hour time limit. Like, it's like, it's the holidays, you know, I'll eat, I'll open a present. And then it's like, okay, I gotta go. Yeah, I think that's a healthy way to do it. Like, it was cool to, you know, talk to my mom earlier today and hear that, um... You know, I just think that it's just nice when your family starts to realize that the holidays don't mean shit. Like, they're bullshit. <laughs> the family gets together regardless, you know? So, um, 
a lot of it's horse shit and I just think that, you know, it was nice to know that my mom is not stressing out about things that she should not be stressing out about. Yeah, it's kind of like Mother's Day. Like, one time out of the year, you're going to be like, oh, thank you, Mom, when they had you and they took care of you and you just be, like, in every, not maybe not an everyday thing, but, like, on a monthly kind of thing where you, you show your appreciation. You don't just give them a gift one time a, a year. Yeah, and it's like, you know, my sister, it like, I then owe my sister some cash because her birthday is around the holidays and she used to feel some type of way because people would, like, basically funnel her birthday gift with her Christmas gift and she's just like always been so tight about it <laughs> you know um but like a few months ago like I just like Venmoed her some money for like childcare. like this is the first time like my, my niece is one years old so this is the first time my sister's ever had to like consider these like costs not that she like went into it unprepared mm -hmm. but to me it's much more enjoyable to be like hey like I'm gonna Venmo you a surprise like weeks worth of fucking childcare costs or whatever Versus, you know, like only for her birthday, just being like, oh, I care about you. Here's a gift <laughs> and a thought. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so now I'm realizing I have to send my brother a card. That's fine. I can send him a card. <laughs> I'll put like a Polaroid picture of myself or something, you yeah. know, because he's so vintage these days. Um, my, yeah, my brother definitely wants an Apple Watch for Christmas and I was not sending him that free Apple Watch that I got. Like, that's going to my cousin, who is, like, a 31-year-old adult. Um, I didn't have an Apple Watch when I was 15. Oh, he's 15? <laughs> yeah, like, I just got an Apple Watch for myself, like, a few months ago, only because I wanted my peers to be able to know. Like, this sounds so, like, like ridiculous of me, but I just, honestly, I got it because I live by myself now, and in other years, like, for the most part, I've always had roommates, or I've lived with a significant other, and... I just felt like, okay, now that I'm, like, settling into L.A. and I live by myself, like, I just wanted people to know if I, like, woke up that day, you know? <laughs> like, I just told my sister, like, hey, my sister has an Apple Watch. I was like, yeah, if like, you don't see any movement, because I share my movement, if you don't see movement by 10 a.m. on any day, you should hit me up. Something's wrong, you know? That's, like, really the only reason why I got it, but um, my that's, brother... That's so dark. <laughs> yeah, I know. But my brother wanted it just because he works out, and he just, like, wants to test the strength of how much he's working out he doesn't need an apple watch though like uh this is not a spoiler because this won't be up by christmas but jason if you're listening to this you're getting a fitbit for christmas <laughs> <laughs> yeah so sorry to expose that but other things that i'm focusing on for the rest of the year is karina knows that the last two times she's or three times that she came here um i had like a bunch of shit like to my left which it's still there like <laughs> i'm just like I'm always, like, getting rid of shit, like, especially as I buy new shit, I need to get rid of shit, and I recently bought some new clothes, and I need to get rid of some clothes, and just declutter and stuff, and also get excited, like, I'm planning a tour, like, I'm trying to do this little tour, Karina's going to S SF, when are you in SF? Mm, the 2-7 two, two to 2-9, but I'll, I'll be doing a show on February 7th at Oakland comedy. Yeah, comedy Oakland. It's yeah. a lot of fun. I did that show a few weeks ago. You'll love it. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm getting a guest spot because uh, they were booked. But whatever. Five minutes is five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I think I did maybe five or seven minutes. It was super short, but um, yeah. Apparently, somebody told me that you get a steak dinner. Um, 
Yeah, one day you were telling me about this show, and I was like, what? Uh, they definitely, so when you go, I think um, you were pretty much able to order any drink and any food dish. I was not hungry at all. I got, like, a coffee. I was so boring. I told my friend if she wanted something, I would get it, and she didn't even want anything. You know, like, sometimes you're just, like, not hungry. But yeah. they definitely hooked it up with that, and I thought it was a great venue, so um, look out for Karina doing that. I'm basically spending the rest of the year, like I said, decluttering trying to continue to simplify my life and then I'm planning a tour for March so you guys should keep an eye out for dates because um yeah I'm really excited about it I want to do comedy in other places Karina's done comedy in Philly and New York City right <laughs> yeah 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 I went in September it was fun so I'm trying to put myself out there so that's really it it's like I don't really do do you do resolutions no I stopped doing them because I realized that I wasn't doing them <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I have some goals, I guess, but, I don't know, like, do more time, do more sets. I'm supposed to host somebody's show in March next year, um, but we'll see, because they're asking for too much information, and this is their job, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, do you know any, like, woman comedians from L.A.? And I was like, oh, here's one. Um, and I was like, and that's all you're getting, like, this is your show, you figured out. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, definitely. Sometimes I'm like, man, I can't do everything for y'all. Yeah, and then he's like asking all this info, and I'm just like, this is your show. This is not my show. If I wanted a show, I would have a show, and I do. And we have two shows, so we hope to. Actually, perfect plug, um, and I'll share uh, a little bit about my resolutions before um, we wrap this bitch up. But, yeah, so we have our show. So come to our show on January 8th. It's at 7 p.m. at LA Wine. It's my birthday show. Birthday, Karina. I won't expose her age, but she is turning another year older. And she's going to be at the Comedy Store. Yeah, the day before I'm at the Comedy Store. So on January 7th, we could see you at the Comedy Store at what time? Uh, 7.30. And that's in the belly room? Yeah, in the belly room. And that's on These Nuts? Yeah, These Nuts. Yeah. Uh, and if it goes well, I can do the original room next time. So. Oh, wow. No, so I'm going to be the there. <laughs> so if you guys are going to be there, let us know. We'll drop a link. We'll be promoting it as well. Like, I'll get a glass of wine with you beforehand and shoot yeah. the shit. Um. So it should be nice to have a few friends coming with me as well. Karina has some people coming, so we'd love to see you there. Um, here's my hot take on resolutions before um, we go, because Karina has a roast to check out. We don't, <laughs> we don't know if we get trust her, her. I don't know. Can I call him your boyfriend? <laughs> I don't know. I've just been introducing him as Richard. I haven't even introduced him as boyfriend just because it's, like, been rocky. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I always, like, when people ask about, like, the dudes that I'm talking about, I when I'm starting to socialize them, I introduce them as my friend and I let them know that I'm going to introduce them as my friend because mm -hmm. I feel like no one needs to know my life. Let's just see how you can socialize. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's actually looking at apartments today. Oh, good for him. Um, because, you know, he was feeling a little sad because he has to move out. And I think he wanted me to, like, move out with him. But I was like, you haven't been consistent in my life, so I can't do that. <laughs> Context, by the way. Karina did not kick him out. He just has to move out of his, his place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's looking at a place today. Oh, good for him. I'm crossing my fingers. My hot take on resolutions before we go is, um, I mean, I always just look at, for me, like, I really look at every week I'm setting new goals. Mm-hmm. And then every month I'm setting new goals, and I really like to look at goals on a quarterly basis, not to get so fucking businessy, but yeah, I just feel like that's just what works for me, especially looking at these three-month sprints. 
What's cool right now, though, is the goals that I'm thinking about in the next three months, what do I want to achieve? These are also my birthdays at the end of Q1 every every year. My birthday is March 31st. So now, as I set these goals, I'm like, okay, what do I want to achieve before I turn 28 on March 31st? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of fun. But, I mean, I do, like, set overarching, I guess, like, themes. But, like, the truth is I'm reevaluating those goals every week and then every month. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, Especially if you already finished one of those goals, you're like, well, what other goal can I add on here? Exactly. And I just think that um, a year is too much time. Like, that's too much time. I have to give myself less time, you know? Um, Or I'll just dick around and I just won't do shit. Yeah. Like, I had a few goals this year that I set in January. Um, They weren't uh, New Year's goals. They were just, like, comedy goals and stuff. And I was able to do a few of them. Not all of them. But, like, then those goals get to move on to the next year. Yeah, I think that's, you know, a good way to look at it. Everyone, you know, whatever works for you, fucking do that shit, people. So, (laughs) Karina and I are not setting New Year's resolutions. (laughs) I'm setting quarterly goals. I'll share them. I'm, like, I, like, don't care. I'm, like, so open with my goals. I just, like, I don't talk about, like, my money goals with people in public settings. But besides (laughs) that, like, I'm all ears and I tell y'alls everything. (laughs) Um, So... Yeah, anything else you want to plug before we wrap this up? Mm, um, no, no, I think, I think we're good. Yeah, yeah, so we'll be dropping links to everything we mentioned before when it comes to, you know, the photographer Karina worked with, the mm-hmm. photographer I worked with. Um, Karina has another podcast. She has those uh, that comedy store show coming up. So we'll be dropping links to all of that and where you can learn uh, more about the both of us. So... Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Why Not, and we hope you're not drinking shitty canned bar wine. And happy holidays, and if you're stressed, you know, just take some time to yourself, go to the bathroom, lock yourself in there. And Karina's going to link you to her favorite ASMR videos? Yeah, yeah, ASMR videos. Bye guys. Bye.